Alright, so I want to talk about dating and relationships. Um, I guess this is mostly for, for ladies, but it could be for men too. Uh, I just, I'm a woman, so it's more from a woman's perspective. Um, I'm going to give you like a super short version of kind of my backstory of like my dating history and why I am where I am at with it and and just some kind of things that I've learned uh, through trial and error. Um, I had a high school relationship. Uh, I, I think we started dating when I was like 12 or 13. I actually started in junior high. And that was my first like long-term relationship. We were together for like two or three years, three years, I think. Um, but it wasn't like an adult relationship. There weren't bills involved. It was, it was young puppy love. Uh, he's a great person. We were young. We're different places in our life. Um, and then I ended up, you know, later meeting my first like somewhat adult relationship. I was 15. Um, I moved out of my parents' house when I was 15. I have wonderful parents. No fault of theirs. I was going through a bunch of stuff with my brain tumor. And um, we weren't getting along. And I was well beyond my years. Uh, my boyfriend was older. and moved in with him. Uh, but yeah, that was my first like adult relationship. Where I had like a real job. And was going to college. And had bills. And you know, things like that. And he's a great person to this day. He's one of my best friends. I should, well, I guess not best friends, but we're good friends to this day. Um, he had problems staying faithful at that time, and it's kind of an issue he's always had. But um, yeah, he's a good person. We're just, I just don't know that he's my person. We were really young, and yeah, really young. That's, that's a lot to do with it. But he's. Um, He's, yeah, still a good friend of mine. Anyways, um, and then after I found out that I had my brain tumor, well, I, I knew I had my brain tumor, but I found out that I had possibly had my disease and was going to have to have brain surgery. Um, I found that out right after that relationship ended. And a little while later, I met my ex-fiance. Um, He's a wonderful person. He was 110% there for me through all of my sickness. He was there through my brain surgery. Uh, he was a welder on the pipeline, and he quit his job, a very good-paying job, to stay home and take care of me when I was sick. Uh, well, he has a wonderful family. I could never repay him for the things he did for me during that time. I will forever be grateful for that. But we just weren't meant for each other. Um... He ended up cheating on me a few weeks before our wedding. We had sent out wedding invitations and everything already. And she was supposed to be a mutual friend of ours, but uh, no longer friend, by the way. <laughs> but honestly, I was I was really devastated when that happened. I was heartbroken. Um, I mean, I was really heartbroken over the relationship before that. Um, I still care very much for him, but I, how do I put it? Like to this day, I, I hope he's happy. I, I really do wish him the best. I don't know where he's at or what he's doing. I, I have no idea. Um, I hope he's happy. I, I don't wish bad 
on him. I feel like what happened with that other woman is for a reason because we weren't for each other and we had a really good relationship up until that point so I think it like really had to take something that drastic for me to be done and for him to be done but um I was I was really really heartbroken after that and I I was looking for a band-aid I was looking for anything that would not make me hurt so bad and that's when I met my ex-husband and my ex-husband is a narcissist he's a sociopath he was very abusive emotionally mentally physically um when I met my ex-husband I shortly after I mean, as bad as it sounds, I was, I started dating him the day I was supposed to marry my ex-fiance. It was very shortly after we broke up. I was, I was hurting and I didn't want to hurt, so I wanted a distraction. And my ex-husband was a walking red flag. I knew from the first time I met him that he was bad for me, but I chose to go with it anyways because he was fun and he was wild. And even though the ways he was fun and wild were not good ways to distract me from for my, my healing and my, my, my pain. That's what, that's how I chose to deal with it. And it got me in a situation that was not good, (laughs) but, um, I ended up losing two babies with my ex-husband before my daughter. And there was a lot of, there were so many times I tried to leave and he'd suck me back in and Um, Unless you've dealt with a narcissist or been in a relationship with one, you don't really understand how how much it mentally screws with you. Um, So for anybody that's gotten out of a situation like that, I'm proud of you. That's awesome. I know how hard that is. Uh, But it took me having my daughter to finally be done. Um, There was one day, I mean, he did a lot of things to me, very horrible things to me throughout our relationship but there was there was one day that um he ripped her out of my arms pretty violently and that was enough for me that was when I was like I'm not subjecting my daughter to this like I didn't love myself enough he had he had had me so low and at such a low point in my life that I I mean I was extremely overweight I was extremely depressed I had no self-confidence no self-worth so like I didn't love myself enough to leave but after having my daughter, I loved her enough to leave for the both of us. And I truly believe that if I wouldn't have had her, I, I probably would have ended up dead in that relationship with how bad the abuse got. But, um, yeah, I left and he had, I did what it took to leave and I'll probably do some more podcasts and stuff on like domestic violence, like ways to get out of that situation because that hits really close to home for me and I do know how hard that is. Um, but I didn't want her to be subjected to that kind of life. And after our divorce court, he had supervised visitation through a court program where he had to be breathalyzed and take drug tests to see her and they supervised their visits and he only made it to like two or three visits before it was time for his drug test and then he quit coming so I haven't spoke to him or had anything to do with him since my daughter was like two or three months old I think was his last visit but um after 
I walked out of that divorce courtroom that day, and he didn't even show up for a divorce court. Um, but I walked out of there, and I was just like, I was really disappointed. I was proud of myself for getting out of the situation and for overcoming everything I had. But I was really disappointed in myself for letting me get that low. And I made several promises to myself about things I would never put up with again. Things that I would never um, settle for in a man again. uh, Things I would not tolerate. Things that were a must in someone. And that I was absolutely not going to settle ever again. And I was never going to find myself in that situation ever again. And I stuck to that promise and it's been really hard. And that's where it's put me in that, where I'm at kind of in my dating game. Um, So it sounds really dumb, but I encourage you, especially ladies, to do this because it 110% worked for me. Uh, Make a list. Make a list of everything you must have in a life partner. When you look at your dream husband... You can make a list of all the things you want in them. But there there are key things that you need to promise yourself you will not settle for. Or you will not settle for a man that doesn't possess those qualities. And for me, like I had I had a long list. <laughs> I've been through a lot. I had a lot of trust issues with men. I had never really... I mean, I'd been cheated on a lot. I'd had, I'd had a lot of issues. I'd been lied to a lot because in past relationships... But there were, there were several things that, especially after my marriage, I was like, I will never tolerate again. Like, there's, there's some things you can compromise on, you know, maybe like, I don't know, like silly things. Like, he has to have the same hobbies as me. Okay, well, maybe that's something you can compromise on. Or he has to look a certain way. He has to have brown eyes, brown hair, whatever. Those are things you can compromise on. But there are certain qualities that you should never compromise on that you know that you need in a, in a life partner. And a couple of those things for me were, I refused to ever be with somebody that lied to me. I needed somebody honest. You know, everybody's human. Everybody makes mistakes. But, and those things can be worked through as long as there's honesty. If you can come to me and say, hey, like, I messed up. This is what happened. Own it and fix it and genuinely try to work towards fixing it. As long as you didn't lie to me about it, at least I know that... When I, when I ask you something, I know it's the truth. At least I know that's, but that, that was one big thing for me is I would never date a liar ever again. I will not settle for a liar. Um, another quality that I refuse to ever settle with or, um, compromise on was I refuse to ever be with somebody that made me compromise my big life goals and dreams. I had always had these big major setbacks in my life and reasons that I didn't chase my dreams and my big life picture and my big goals. And men were always involved in those decisions. Whether it had just been the time period and they were there or whatever the case may be, I refused to ever compromise my big goals and my big life dreams for a man ever again. And it was a promise I made myself. If they are the right person, they will fit into the picture and I will still be able to achieve those goals and those dreams and they will support it and they will be there for it. If their situation doesn't fit with mine, then they're not for me. Um, those are just a couple examples. Another one was I refused to ever be with a man that wasn't financially secure. And I don't mean that in 
the way of like, he has to be rich, he has to have money, he has to, I mean, I refuse to ever be with somebody who is too lazy to have a job that to and help support their family. I will never be with somebody that doesn't hold down a job, that doesn't contribute and add just as much financially to the picture as I do. That doesn't mean he has to make as much as me, but that means that he needs to contribute to, to our family financially and, and be reliable in that area. So like somebody that can't hold down a job and is constantly getting fired and job jumping and yada yada. Like, I don't want to, I did that with my marriage and I don't want to, I don't want to be in that situation ever again. I do not want to have to compromise my financial security that provides for my daughter and the roof over her head and the food on her table for somebody else's lack of work ethic. Like that's something I find very attractive in a man is somebody who isn't afraid of work and I refuse to settle for somebody that that is. Um, those are just a couple of examples of things that I, I've promised myself. Um, and it's been really hard. It's been really, you know, people are like, you've been, you know, I have a, I work at, I'm a bartender for my second job and I get hit on a lot in the bar. So I don't take much of that seriously because I mean, in all reality, I don't know that my person that I want to meet, I'm going to find in a bar, but I, I get a lot of like regulars that are, you know, good people that are like, Hey, like, why are you still single? You know, you're so nice. You're so personable. You got a good head on your shoulders. You're a good mom. Like, what is it? You know? And I'm like, I'm picky. I'm picky because I, I refuse to settle and I've dated around a little bit and I've dated a couple of guys, um, since my divorce. Uh, and I'd be lying if I said I haven't done the friends with benefits things. I've been, I've get, I've been at the point in my life where I'm like, you know, I don't want a relationship. I don't want the stress of it. I'm focusing on my goals. I'm focusing on this and, or work or whatever the case may be. And I don't have time to commit to a relationship. And then I've had a few cup, not few, two, there have been two exceptions that have showed up since my divorce that, um, made me kind of contemplate like the relationship thing. And one of them, I, I did date for a little bit and, um, he was the first person how do I put this? I went through a lot of trauma with relationships, especially my marriage. And I've been going to counseling actively, trying to work on those things and heal from that and, and, um, deal with my own issues and my, my PTSD from it. But I, I became really numb to emotion and that's easy for me. It was just a defense mechanism, defense mechanism. I learned in my divorce um, is to not show emotions because that would get me in trouble or in danger sometimes with my ex-husband and it's just something I'm very good at. I'm very good at shutting them off and I'm learning how to not do that all the time and um, this man that came along was the first man that actually made me feel and care about somebody genuinely like love somebody again since my divorce and I still, to this day, am very much in love with him. He's a, an amazing person, an amazing father. He's a hard worker. Um, he's got all of the qualities that I wrote down that I want in somebody, except his situation doesn't work with mine. I would have to sacrifice my goals and my dreams to be with him because of his situation. Um, he's a dad. He's an amazing dad. And he's with his custody situation with his children, um, 
he wouldn't be able to move to Texas. He has to stay where he's at. And, uh, and I would never in a million years ask him to sacrifice time with his children for me and for my goals and my dreams. And he's a good enough father that he wouldn't. And so, um, that's, that was really hard to walk away from because everything else worked so well. Like we have so much chemistry and we just click and we get each other on a different level. Um, just in so many ways we, we just, I, I don't think I've ever felt that way about somebody until him. And that was probably my biggest test towards, towards not settling and towards not sacrificing my goals and my dreams for a man again because I definitely contemplated dropping them for him and then I reminded myself you know Tierney you've done this how many times and you every time you regret it and and he knew this and I had this conversation with him from the very beginning that I promised myself I would never sacrifice those things for a man again and he loves me enough that he told me he would not allow me to do that and so you know we had to kind of go our separate ways and and it's still a hard thing for me. It's still very hard because there, there are parts of me that believes he's my person. But I promised myself that I would do this and I would try and I would really give my big goals and my dreams a shot. And I promised myself that I wouldn't sacrifice them for a man or a relationship again. And I have to stick with that. As hard as that pill has been to swallow, I have to stick with that. And if someday our situations, for whatever reason, change and my goals and my dreams are still able to be achieved and we can make it work, that would be, that would be great. But unless that happens, then I know it's not right. And, um, but I think what I'm getting at is, like, don't settle don't ever settle. Set a standard for what you want in somebody and don't settle for less than that. I mean, there are things, like I said, that are compromisable, you know, things that can be overlooked, but there are certain qualities in a person that you know that you as a person need and you as a person need that person to fit them, to be happy and don't ever settle for less than that, no matter how hard it is to walk away from something that may not be quite right. Um, yeah, so I guess that's my advice today, is just don't settle. Don't settle. Make a list. Set a standard for yourself. I have so many people right now that are like, why are you, you've been single for so long, you haven't like actually been in a relationship, and that's why. You know, I've dated around, and I've met some really wonderful people. I met another guy that, you know, we, we dated for a little bit, and he's a wonderful person. He has a problem with needing attention from other women and that was something I promised myself is I would never allow myself to feel insecure in a relationship or be with somebody that I couldn't trust if I couldn't trust them around other women even like extremely if I couldn't trust him in the playboy mansion when I wasn't there then that's not the man I want to be with and this particular man I, I couldn't trust like that and so I had to walk away from that situation too but but what I'm getting at is don't settle. Don't settle. That person's out there. And honestly, where I'm at in my life, if they're not, I'm finding so much, so much more satisfaction in achieving my goals and conquering 
all of my big dreams a step at a time than I ever have from a crappy relationship or a relationship with somebody that wasn't for me. And so I think that's a super important thing to remember is especially for somebody that has big goals and has big dreams there's a certain person that you need by your side to support you through that and to to sustain the lifestyle and the relationship that you want and you need to do that like that's your person that's your support system that's your main that's your biggest fan like if that person doesn't fit the bill for what you want your lifestyle to be you're not going to be able to have both And I personally don't feel like anybody should have to sacrifice their goals and their dreams for a relationship. I feel like if it's, if that's their person, they're going to be there. They're going to support you. You guys are going to make it work and they're going to be the right person by your side to help you achieve those things. They're going to add to the picture and not take away from it. I don't feel like, I don't feel like the right relationship takes away from your end game. I feel like if anything, it adds to it. And if it doesn't, it's not right. And so, yeah, I think that's just what I wanted to talk about. That's the point I wanted to get across is like as hard as it can be sometimes, do not settle. Make a list. Plan out what you deserve, what you what you need in someone. And don't skew from it. Don't settle for less than it, even if it's hard. Even if all the other areas, they fit the bill, but there's one really important one that you know you need, don't settle. Don't cut yourself short. God has somebody that is out there for you. And if you spend your time wasting it on Mr. Wrong, there's not going to be room for Mr. Right. So... Or misses, I suppose. But, yeah, that's kind of just what I wanted to talk about today is, is don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle in your life partner. That's your lifelong partner. Don't settle in that area ever. Um, but you guys have a good day. It's just, I don't know. I haven't been super successful in relationships, but you live and you learn and... Those are my little pieces of advice to kind of help you, you single Pringles out there. Everybody have a good day. Bye.